right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 160 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome to the show. Please consider subscribing. If the app you're using allows you to rate the show, please consider leaving a four-star or five-star rating. If the app you're using allows you to leave feedback about the show, please consider leaving comments, anything that you might like about the show. Leave comments because what happens when you do this is when someone is looking for a weight loss related podcast, the more of you that rate it with four and five stars, the more of you that leave feedback on the, on the show, what it does is when someone else is searching for it, it brings it up higher on the list and they see it quicker, enabling them to find me easier. And most of all, If you know anyone in the same position we are in and this podcast has helped you in any way, please tell them about the show. That is the best way to support this show. Spread the word of its existence. That's all I can ask of you. Well, I have a lot to talk about today. Let's get into this. Journey updates. I am down this week 0.2 pounds. For the month of September, we end up with a 2.6 pound gain over the month. Total loss since January 2019 is 168.6 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the 175 pound milestone is 6.4 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the 200-pound milestone is 31.4 pounds. I have just finished the first week of phase four in my quest to reduce carbohydrate intake and boost protein and fat intake uh, in my journey here. Now, the rules for phase four were to maintain Monday through Friday, as I have been for the first three phases and then add Sunday. So Monday through Friday went as planned. My first Sunday, uh, it was a fail. So Sunday is going to end up the, the tactics of which I used to bring down carbohydrates 
in the first three phases for the for the weekdays is not going to work the same way it works it's going to work for the weekends so i have to come up with a different strategy here i have it's a recording day is typically tuesday wednesday so i have a few days here to get to my second sunday of the phase the goal was to reduce carbohydrate intake in half this week i dropped but i didn't drop enough for the first sunday i dropped it to 320 so it's a start, but we have to get to half. I want to be somewhere between 200 and 250 uh, before the end of this phase four. That's for sure. Fat intake was right where I wanted to be at 90 grams for the, for the Sunday. Protein was low. So protein was 179 grams for the day. And I want that to be 229 grams per day calorie intake was up so 2682 calories so you up carb intake you definitely up calorie intake that's for sure when you concentrate on protein the calories tend to stay lower especially if you're choosing a lean protein so look i've said it before no plan survives first contact with implementation, and that's kind of how this first Sunday of Phase 4 went. We got it down a little bit, not enough. We got the protein, eh, the protein kind of stayed the same. The average is like 150, 160. It, it didn't go up much at all. So we got some work to do for Sunday, that's for sure. Got some work to do. And a different approach is going to have to take place. And I think I have some ideas, um, something I didn't want to implement right away, but you know what? It's going to have to be implemented to make the numbers for phase four. So we'll give that a shot this coming Sunday. We'll see how it works out. There's a quote that Bruce Lee said, and it reads, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy, and they cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way that you speak about yourself, and you will change your life. This quote really resonates with me, and it has resonated with me throughout my uh, journey. I have changed a lot about how I speak about myself, but there are still moments where I, the idea of this quote slips my mind and I, I revert back to how I used to be. I'll just say it like that. So my DEXA scan triggered some new changes in my life. And I went over the DEXA scan last week and it also started a lifting regimen. Strength training is going to be the focus from here on out. For the final pounds to make it to what my goal weight was it's going to be all about strength training this is probably going to extend the journey some way shape or form because the chase is after strengthening not after body fat the belief is the more muscle i can create the more muscle would be available to burn the remaining fat 
in my body and finalize my transformation to get to the goal weight I wish to have and to put myself in a better position to deal with maintaining this weight. Part of maintaining weight is building muscle. The more muscle you can build during your journey, the easier it will be to maintain once the losing part of your journey is over. Because while you're sitting, muscle is working. While you're working out, muscle is working. The presence of muscle means you're always burning fat. The absence of muscle means you're not going to be burning much fat, okay? Um, it's that simple. So the focus right now is to strength train, and that's four days a week. In essence, I have increased my exercise because now instead of exercising five days a week, I am exercising six days a week, two of them being walks and the other four being strength training. Now, why did I tell you the whole quote? I went through this whole thing as I approached this day. I felt like so many things were changing all at once, right? I was going to be working on reducing carbs on Sundays. That was one change. And then there was the DEXA scan and whatever it would reveal. That was the second change. And then the third change was transitioning from primarily cardio workouts to strength training and some cardio. Now you might think, why would this be difficult? There are a number of different things here that are happening psychologically with me in this transition. All of it all together felt a little overwhelming because it was all happening at the same time, right? So that's just, that's the easy one to point out. There are a few other things that are like the mind can easily play tricks on you in regards to these aspects. One of those being the scale. In the transition from using cardio-based workouts to strength training workouts, I know that there, there may not be much movement on the scale. And this is because as I build muscle, I will be burning fat. And it might be an even exchange. It might actually go up. Because if I'm building muscle first, we're talking about inflammation. There's so many things here, right? Think of all the things that they tell you are the reasons the scale could go up. I am doing things that may purposely trigger these things, okay? So there's a whole psychological aspect involved. And I have to know that the transition to strength training is a healthier move in the long term. How many times have I spoken to you guys? How many times have I said to you that it's not about the here and now? It's about the end game. It's about the long-term goals here, right? So when you're sitting at a party or you're sitting at a get-together that you didn't expect to have food that you didn't expect to see there, and you find yourself in an awkward situation where things aren't going as you're planned and you're tempted in the moment to make choices you weren't prepared to make. There is a decision between two different things you're doing in this moment. And that is 
the short-term instant gratification decision, which would be pleasure yourself in this moment, or the long-term delayed gratification that gets your goal to come quicker, right? So in, in essence, the everything I'm chasing here is about the long-term goal. It's not about instant gratification. Even though I gave you a completely different scenario to make you understand the difference between instant gratification and delayed gratification, I can use that same scenario, that same idea, and show you that the continued chase of cardio-based exercise would be the instant gratification move versus strength training, which would be the long-term delayed gratification move in this point in my journey. And here's the reason for that. The reason for that is because, I, as I said before, number one, I could be exchanging weight. As I build up one and my body burns the other, it could be an even exchange. The building of muscle starts to burn fat, the scale stays the same. The building of muscle causes inflammation and the scale goes up. There are so many different things that take away from the instant gratification in these choices I'm making. When you look at data from when you are doing a strength training workout, the calorie burn of a strength training workout is nothing compared to a cardio-based workout. It's absolutely nothing. Now, I'm following a program called Lift 4, and these are all pre-planned lifting workouts that have, that involve some HIIT training in some of them. There's all kinds of things going on. It is a eight-week program where there are four workouts per week, and all of them are different from the other. They may have the same idea, like these are the body parts you're working, but every single one is different in, than the other. Even so, even if leg day comes up multiple times during this eight weeks, the exercises you do during leg day will be different each of the days it comes up, if you follow me here. Okay? But in essence, because I'm aiming for strength, the calorie burn will be much lower. This is also something that plays tricks on the mind. It is something that I dreaded in the approach to this whole change. And it is something that I knew I had to do at the same time. Day one, I decided to do a boot camp session of Lift 4. So there is the eight-week course of Lift 4. And then there is a four-workout boot camp, and it's called Before Lift 4. This is preparing you for what you're about to encounter in Lift 4's eight-week regimen. There wasn't a single day during this boot camp where within the first 
I would say 30 seconds of the workout, I wasn't thinking, I can't do this. What was I thinking? There's no way I can do this. I'm four and a half years into this. And if there's one thing I learned above everything else is the more often you say I can't in regards to something you're about to change, the more often it will become true. I knew this already going into this, and yet I was still thinking it at the beginning of every single workout during this boot camp process. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot. Because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. Because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough.
And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. In my growth during this whole journey, from beginning to current, the one thing that I knew was that I couldn't say stuff like I can't anymore because I just kept proving myself wrong. And the more that I did it, the more I succeeded, the more that it bothered me I ever thought it. And it's to the point where when other people say it, it's like a four-letter swear word to me. Can't. Maybe that's part of the growth and maturity of all this. I don't know. But it, it, it kind of makes me cringe a little bit. So to hear myself saying it in my mind, the fact that I even actually thought it, it drove me nuts. So it became a point to make sure I did it anyway. I was not going to have any single day where I skipped. It was going to be four days in a row of this boot camp. I was going to start it and I was going to finish it. Because there was no way I was going to allow the word can't to win this mental battle. Because the words you say out of your mouth, you believe. Whatever you speak from your mouth, you will manifest into existence. And telling the world you can't will only ensure that you don't. It's that simple. It may sound far-fetched to say this, but it is true. What you say with your mouth will manifest in reality. So if you say negative things, negative things will manifest. If you say positive things, positive things will manifest. It's not just about saying them either. In order for me to say, I can do this, I have to actually do it. I can't just say, I can do this, I got this, and then do nothing. I have to put my words into action. This is part of the reason why I've told you guys many times when people are looking for the motivation to do something. Motivation is, it's a, it's a delusion. It's a myth. It really doesn't exist. It's this weird feeling you concoct and because it feels so good in the moment, you think it's just going to stick around forever. But the real work comes when all of that is gone, when the honeymoon is over, when the results are not promised and you do it anyway and you wake up every day and you go through the motions, you check off the boxes and you do it anyway. This is what causes your reality to manifest. And this is not just for weight loss. This is literally for everything. It's for everything in your life. If you're walking around telling the world that you hate your job and you're stuck here and you're never going to be able to leave and no one's ever going to recognize you and the, the world is against you, guess what's going to happen? And it doesn't end with work either. You finding yourself single at the moment? Why can't anybody just accept me for me? Why can't anybody just love me for who I am? But here's what happens instead. Whatever you believe deep down, 
is what gets manifested. If you believe you're undesirable and nobody could ever want you and that's it, you're doomed to be single forever. It doesn't really matter what comes out of your mouth because this is what you believe. And what you believe, it's what everybody around you is going to also believe. I think they call this the law of attraction. And it's not just having to do with love. It's having to do with anything. Success in business, success in education, success in general. The law of attraction starts with you saying positive things. As you say them, you start to believe them because you start to do the work that will actually create the success you believe is there by speaking it. So if everything you're trying to do begins with, I can't, followed by a bunch of excuses, guess what's going to happen? You won't. And it'll be because of all the excuses you gave. That simple. Nothing ever changes unless you change. So much of this life that we are choosing to live is created by our own words, our own beliefs. You know how I always say, if people can get out of their own way, they can accomplish God knows what. Part of this is the words, the way you speak about yourself. The person you believe you are when you're staring in the mirror. How, how deep does that go? Now, it's one thing if you're going to criticize the work you're not doing. If that's the truth, then fine. It's work you're not doing. I agree with that. You can say, I'm not doing this right now. I got to get better. I got to figure out a way to do this. Fine. But if you're saying it like, I'm so stupid because I never do this. You see the difference there? Do you see how the wording is destructive versus constructive? What comes out of your mouth, you're going to believe and you're going to create whether you like it or not. We need to choose our words wisely. We need to figure out a way to speak about ourselves. Look, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be perfect. Nobody in this world is perfect. But we have to figure out ways to speak about ourselves so we aren't creating the same circular motion we've been going through our entire lives. There's so much you can take. There's so much you can do. But if you're starting all of it with, well, if, I could, if nothing ever goes my way, the world is against me, well, guess what's going to happen? What we put in the universe with our mouth, it will manifest in reality. But the action has to come with it. You can't just say positive things like, I'm going to get hit my goal weight one day and sit on the couch and watch TV and eat junk because what you say and what you do are in direct conflict. In order for what you say to come to fruition, you have to start somewhere. And the thing about starting is the actual act of taking steps toward what you're trying to do. When you say, I want to lose weight and I, my goal weight is X, you have a moment here of opportunity. And that opportunity is the beginning of creating the reality you just said with your mouth. Going to the kitchen and grabbing a snack, sitting down and watching TV is not the beginning of creating that reality. So what you say has to be teamed up with what you do.
But if you start with saying negative things, you're definitely going to just simply live up to it. If this is what you say about yourself, you're thinking, well, if this is what I think about myself, what do they think about me? And you end up living up to these ideas you have in your head of what you think you are combined with what you think everyone else thinks you are. No matter how delusional it may be, you start to become whatever you think you are in combination with whatever you think other people think you are. Isn't it crazy how that works? We create the prisons we live in in so many ways. And just speaking stuff like this, I'll never get to where I'm going. I'll never be what everyone else is. Just these negative connotations like that. Living the victim life. When you live the victim life, you tend to stay the victim. You don't become the victor by living as a victim. The victim life is a prison. It takes a lot more courage to become a victor because you have to do things harder than anyone else is doing. You have to live a life like no one else is willing to live so that at some point in the future, on some mysterious day, you can start to live a life that everyone wishes they can live. The words we speak, if they are given a chance to manifest, they will. The victim mentality you carry, it will never change until you change. I forced myself to do those workouts because had I not done it, my words would have won. Do you get the significance of those moments? The first 30 seconds of every single one, I thought to myself, I can't do this. If 40 seconds in, I stopped, I never would have made it to the second day. If I allowed the words to manifest, if I didn't fight what I was thinking in the moment, I would stay in the exact same position I had been in. As we built up to this moment, by desiring to have a DEXA scan to be sure I had a baseline, everything became invested in that moment. And then when that moment came, the pressure was on. And then everything became the doubt of actually starting. However the doubt came, whether it was, oh, you can't do this, or do you really want to do this? Do you really think you can walk away from looking at the scale each week and seeing the possibility of a loss? Do you really think you can open up your Fitbit app and see such low calorie burn and be okay with that? There are a million different things I was thinking in the buildup to these moments. All of these thoughts, if entertained, might make it that I'm not even talking about it in this episode. But these same kind of thoughts exist for you. 
They may not be exactly the same thing, but they exist. They are questioning everything you're trying to do. Because what you're trying to do is hard. I told you this, this ideology, this way of thinking, it spans everything. Everything. Business decisions, love decisions, situations in your life, all of it. You know, I don't know if I should tell the story, but when I was a kid, being fat all my life, I literally never had a girl be interested in me. And any time a girl was bold enough to express interest in me, I laughed it off. I thought, it is impossible that this pretty girl could have any interest in me because I'm so fat. It is impossible. There were many times in middle school and in high school where there were girls that were interested and they expressed it so. But my self-esteem, my mentality, my view of myself outright rejected it. I was so insecure and my self-esteem was so low that it was impossible, even though they were sitting here bold enough to say they thought I was cute and they wanted to date me, I outright rejected it. So many times in my middle school and high school life, my insecurity, my negative thoughts toward myself stop me from the normal desires of growing up. Wanting to date people, wanting to, all of those things never existed because of my insecurity. I manifested the reality because of how poorly I thought of myself. What if those girls were telling the truth? What if those girls weren't joking? What if they actually were attracted to me and they were trying to show me that they saw something in me that I could not see? I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. I can't go back and fix it. But how different would high school and middle school have been had I just allowed myself the idea, the possibility, if I would have gotten out of my own way long enough to allow positivity to manifest in my life? How different would life be? Had I allowed that?
I don't know what you're thinking about right now. Maybe you're thinking, well, this guy's full of shit. I know that I'm sitting here a different man than I was four and a half years ago. And I could tell you that from day one, when I stepped into the studio, everything I spoke was as if it was going to happen no matter what. It was always when, not if. I don't know, I didn't consciously make the decision to speak like this. Maybe this is what happens when you finally get fed up in life. When you finally are sick and tired of your own bullshit. Because that's what I could say was the difference when I walked into that studio that day. I was literally sick and tired of all of my own bullshit. And I was ready to throw away everything that made me who I was at that moment. To finally become everything I was always supposed to be. And maybe that attitude, maybe that willingness is what exactly caused the difference in how I spoke. But since the beginning, it was always when I do this, when I do this. It was never if I do it. And it's still that way now. It's not if I hit the 200 pound weight loss mark. It's when. Because the 200 pound weight loss mark has no choice. I'm coming for it regardless. And now there's a new goal on top of it. And I don't know what it's going to look like when I'm there. But I would like to lose another 8% body fat and then make another decision. So if I sit here at 28% body fat, I want to lose another 8%. Maybe at that point, a doctor will consider me a candidate for skin removal surgery. But I still have to back all that up with the work. It's not just going to happen for me. The same goes for you. You could say you're motivated to do something. You can say that you're inspired. There's nothing more great in the world to see when somebody says to you, oh man, you inspire me so much with what you've accomplished. But at the same time, that inspiration is gone as quick as it came if you don't do something right now, right this second. It cannot be left to fester for the moment that is convenient for you to start implementing it. It all has to go into action from the minute you feel the inspiration, from the minute you feel the motivation. Because if you don't, 
it's gone as quick as it comes. Because that's what it is. It's it's a this feeling that is motivation, this feeling that is inspiration. It's like a unicorn. You think you see it out of the corner of your eye and you might even feel that you're close and then it's just gone. And then you're searching for it instead of doing what you know you should be doing. Everyone here knows what they should be doing. There is no way you're listening to me and you could say you don't. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.